0: Welcome to Where's My Blueprint podcast where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody,
1: it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America and frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos.
2: Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my love language. (laughs)
0: This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. So, as you know, bills got to be paid. So, a word from our sponsor Divine Timing is an encouragement and edification
1: company specializing in beautifully designed digital journals and planners to get and keep your life uplifted and in order. Go to fearforme.com to check out the online store. And for all of our WMB listeners, you can use the code WMB22 at checkout to save 22% on everything on the site. So go shopping and get your life.
0: So y'all, y'all know we start every single episode with a quote. And today's quote is, I want to laugh often, feel love, have a lot of insanely dirty sex, and travel the world with my partner.
1: Y'all, I love this quote. If you add some enjoy some bomb food into this quote, then you speak in my language. But yes, I agree. This is a good one.
2: I mean, what else is there to say after this quote? It's extremely accurate. Um, Listeners, y'all can't see it, but If you see the written version, it says, you know, laugh often, feel love, have insanely dirty sex and travel the world. But there's a period there. And then it says with my partner, which kind of makes that seem like an afterthought, which I think is hilarious.
1: But I like this quote. So for our either or for this week, in keeping with the theme of our quote and the theme of our episode, either or sex at home or sex on vacation.
2: I will choose vacation sex for 5000 Um, Alex. I don't know why but you can do the same positions, have the same equipment, but it's just something about vacation sex that is so much better than sex at home. I don't know if it's because subconsciously you feel more adventurous, you feel more free or what, but even if it is vacation at your mama house, mama, this was never me, but that sex is better than the sex at home. I I don't know what it is about just changing your locale, but it is what it is.
0: No, I agree. Mine would be, uh, vacation sex because I think it's like that ooh, we in a new place, like let's try something new, your energy is different, you don't have the responsibilities of every single day life, like you are really having that separation so I will say vacation sex too.
1: I think it's the newness, I think it's the the fresh environment new environment, different environment the fact that I ain't gonna see these people ever again in life, so if they see a little something, hear a little something, ain't my problem not my business. For unanimous vote vacation sex it is.
0: So audience I know y'all picked up that theme of what we're talking about and the topic for today we're talking about sex on vacation sex while traveling and we really want to know why is this such a taboo topic like we all get it in and as y'all know we all love tr- uh, vacation sex so let's chat about this y'all
1: I'll take all of the vacation sex I don't necessarily know if it feels taboo but it's like you're in a spot that's like that's not yours or a balcony where people can see you or wherever you are but for whatever reason the mix of a new environment and your boo thing or your boo thing that you happen to meet at said vacation do what you got to do whatever that is all those culminating in all these fun exciting adventurous like feelings that you have it, it listen it makes for some bomb sex and those that have not had vacation sex you should get some
2: I know personally i can only speak from pre-mommy because mommy done took vacations with the little one and alex be putting a damper on everybody's sex but i think the juiciness of it was no responsibilities because you're not working and also all of the alcohol like I am not an alcoholic but vacation me and Jay used to get it in with the alcohol I remember we went to Miami and we literally spent two days like just in the hotel room because it was drinking sex and passing out waking up oh we need to eat rinse and repeat like that's what we did for two days straight to the point where it was like dang it we need something to show for this trip but yeah it It was just great I love that because
0: that is one aspect that we don't even think about is like there's a huge alcohol component right of like you have I don't know alcohol is like what like a liquid courage to do a lot more things that you wouldn't do if you were 100% sober right but even with that I think of like when you are in or on vacation or you're traveling and you're traveling with your partner and you actually are like oh let's try this let's try that trying new positions trying new places and Like, I don't know uh, for y'all, but have y'all ever had like balcony sets when y'all are on vacation? I have. Well, we weren't, we were on a cruise
1: and we had a balcony room where on the newer ships on Carnival, they have some balcony rooms called Cove balconies, which are actually lower to the waterline and they're actually below the lifeboats. So, the benefit of that is you have no one below you that can look up at your balcony like you do when you have the higher up balconies. So, it's a lot more private and you can have a lot more fun but I've also I've also had balcony sex at home I know we're talking about travel sex but we have like a balcony patio thing for our apartment and have we done that out there yes and that was fun too
2: never had the balcony sex but it seemed like something that you know you need to do just once to say you did it my only hesitation would be the animals because animals their house is outside and there is nothing worse than getting mosquito bites or a little blob Buzzing in an area where the sun don't shine—it's accurate, especially in the great state of Texas, where the mosquitoes are very large.
1: Um, That is a cause for concern. I will say, in the colder months, that's not so much of an issue. And the coldness from outside plus the heat that you're creating is kind of a cool temperature combo. So that's a nice tip.
2: Come on, sensation play. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. But I also think about—I know, Sunny you said you had a balcony on a cruise, and I think about like if y'all are having sex on a cruise specifically on the balcony at night as long as you turn your uh lights off it's pitch black total blackness in the middle of the ocean which is a whole since they said um about different sensation it's a whole different sensation sensation which will elevate the experience because now you're like oh i your vision is limited so now it's more of the physical touch sensations of like okay move here if you're talking and all of that so i think
2: that's interesting so if y'all hear um, me talk about cruise that took place without the little one. Mind your business. Listen, I'm telling you, it's that, the the
1: fact that your sight is limited, the fact that you're on a moving vessel in an ocean where, you know, you have waves, so the ship, I mean, the ship is rocking for a multitude of reasons, okay? And I'm not mad at it. Do
0: y'all, as y'all on vacation, and we talked about this at an early episode about, like, having a whole phase, like, do y'all transition or do, like, more hoeish stuff on vacation?
2: I would be naked. I... The most minimum, smallest clothes, let me have it. Like, yes, I want to be somebody else for a little time. But like I said, all of this is free, Alex. So I don't know. Maybe I'll be like, girl, you still somebody, mama? <laughs> Next vacation I take. But back then, oh, I was raw on South Beach wearing itty bitty short Let's go. Mini skirts, Wear mini skirt too. Like, yeah, it, it was not. Nice. Girl, you can still do that because your
0: body is nice like the body that you have like hey giddy. thanks
2: son listen all i have to say is whole
1: level unlocked okay on vacation um things are getting done furniture's being moved and propped up thou, thou shalt stretch okay because we're in our mid-30s stretching is very important okay safety first we're stretching we're moving furniture we are you know filming things because why not and yeah it's, it's it's all kinds of all kinds of hoeness i never had like a traditional whole phase so to speak we've talked about this in, in prior episodes but on vacation with my boo thing we get to we get to play these different roles and we get to be these different versions of ourselves because why not we're on vacation it's part of the freedom it's part of the luxury it's part of the privilege we've worked hard to be here so let's enjoy every little aspect of it in every little corner of this resort or cruise.
0: so i think about this uh, <laughs> of having aliases while you're on vacay or like ever role play Playing, like, I enjoy that of like, oh, hmm, just do a role play or like go to the bar and like role play a different person. Or I think of Megan the Stallion, honestly, her um, lyric of like, switch my wig, make him think like he cheating. I think about that because like when you're on vacation, like have a different hairstyle every day, have a different wig every day, be a different person every day, like really spice up that traveling sex life, you know? And I think about like nudist resorts. And I don't know if y'all have ever been to one or if y'all even been to like, like a nudist beach, no, so they're currently shaking their heads because y'all can't hear someone shaking their head. So if y'all haven't, I think y'all should really try it and go.
2: I would like to try it, but um, here in Espana, these beaches you can be topless and thongs are plentiful. So I'm about to pretend like it's somewhat of a nudist beach. I already got my little stuff on lock coming through, it just got shipped yesterday. Amen, amen. So yes, it's gonna be fun times overseas. I haven't
1: been to one yet. I remember going to where were we at? St. Martin and St. Martin is an island that is half Dutch like half of its owned by the Dutch half of its owned by the French and one of those sides has like I think it's a French side that has the nudist like the nude beaches on it we docked on the Dutch side and you had to like take a ferry or something like that over so I didn't get a chance to go on that one but a friend of mine that was also on that trip uh, her little group they did go and I was like tell me all about it like how was it? She was like all the people you want to be naked are not the ones that are naked. on this beach. It's all the people you don't want to see naked on a beach are the ones that are naked on a beach. So I've had that in my mind for the longest time in relation to nude beaches, but I still feel like at least maybe a tabas beach or like some sort of freedom in a, in a setting like that I should go to. But I haven't been to a nudist resort before and that's piqued my interest a time or two.
0: I went to a nudist beach and um, yeah, she is correct. The people that you don't want to see ever in life ever naked have like this freedom of like i'm gonna let it all hang out and you're like some of the people that you're like ooh i want to see what you're working with are all clothes and i'm like take it off like what is wrong with you and then i think of like okay well i'm or learning a bathing suit so i get it but at the same time like you are the eye candy that
2: we trying to see but again i respect everyone's boundaries i was saying i'm glad that came out because super spy here on the podcast just gingerly ushered in the if y'all ain't went to a nudist resort or whatever y'all should like ma'am that means you've been do share your experiences because we not gonna just skate by that it wasn't a resort it was the beach in cali continue what made you want to go how was it getting in like do they check you to tell you hey this part is new this part you can wear clothes i've never been i want the experience super spy as i'm trying to contain my laugh you did a fire round of questions which i I appreciate, but at the same
0: time, we're gonna tackle one at a time. Initial question is, how was the experience, and why did I go? Right, that's when we first got to Cali, and we some of our friends were like, "Oh, you should go to this beach. You should go to this beach." Not knowing it was a nudist beach, and so it was, as y'all know, it was very, if you know me, yeah, very surprised. Like, oh shit, everybody got why ain't nobody got clothes on on
2: here, this beach?
0: (laughs) That was a very eye opening (laughs) experience. But then I guess the why was because we. We did not know it was a nudist beach so we were just like oh let's go check out this beach because when we, I mean it's similar to anybody anyone hopefully I don't know anybody's life but when you're traveling or when you move to a new place you're so intrigued and curious that you really want to try everything out and specifically in California you have so many different beaches that you really want to go to you really want to try so if someone says oh try this beach of course you're going to try it because it's been a recommendation so that was that let's see I stayed close the whole entire time because I was like I don't know none of these People, mm-mm. but you—it seems like they had a sense of community. I don't know if that makes sense, but it seemed like a lot of them knew each other, and this is like their norm. And we were the eyeballs, and like,
2: oh, we can tell y'all the newcomers, right? Like, what's the process? Do the naked people have a wristband? Do the non-naked people like not have one? Like, how do you differentiate between the naked people and the non-naked people? Is there any differentiation? Is it like, okay, naked people, y'all stay on this side. cold people, y'all. Stay on this side. Like what's the process?
0: Okay, help me. I apologize because this has been like almost seven years. So (laughs) what I remember was there was no separation. It was just the beach. So you, it was your choice to be clothed or not. It's just letting you know that, hey, you're at a nude beach. So just be aware of like, you're at a nudist beach. So don't be calling the cops and be like, these people out here walking around naked. What's wrong with them? So just mentally having to switch your brain of like, oh, I'm not at La Jolla Codes. Nah, sis, at all. You're nowhere near that. Overall, I think the experience was an experience. Would I do it again? Probably. I don't know. It would depends on who I'm with and everything at that time.
2: So the visual immature person in me just got a picture of somebody like in the car with a cover up and then they get out the car and then they just throw everything off and start walking around naked. Like, did people show up naked? Was there a, did you see somebody in the process is up taking off that clothes did they go to the bathroom and disrobe like what was the situation I know you said it seven years ago so if you don't remember you don't remember but that's just where my brain goes
0: I don't think I was focused on if they were pulling off clothes I think when we went as I remember is when we went it was everybody already moved and like we were trying to find a place on the beach and then I'm just like these 60 70 year olds are literally walking around with genitalia out and it's not it's not i'm let me rephrase because you know social media i am happy that people of that age feel so comfortable with their bodies that they can feel free to let it all hang let it all right however just wish there was a side that's like oh this is 55 and up this is 54 and down (laughs) so you get to because I'm like y'all
2: my grandparents age why are y'all out here no but low-key realistically that's the age where you stop caring like the old people are the ones that typically be having all hang out because they like I mean all my parts are right here they probably gravity done made them do what they do if I see anybody else's parts it ain't nothing I haven't seen before or I don't have myself it's rare that you do see a well you hear stories of a younger nudist beach or something like that unless they are like hippie what people would consider hippies and everything else like it's rare that you see or hear about 30 40 somethings being in a nude beach that kind of I don't hear about it
0: it's funny that you say that because one of my friends called me her sister calls me a black hippie and I'm like hey so when you said that I was like am I a hippie a little bit
1: yeah mm-hmm, a little bit but I've naed never- you were saying that it made me think of years ago I remember seeing something on tv about like a nudist colony somewhere on the east coast I can't remember exactly where it was but the majority of the people that lived in this community because it was like a community where people lived there they had homes and all kinds of stuff and they was just naked and that's just how they live their life but the majority of those people were older you know 50 and up and they said the same things they were completely comfortable with themselves they have no shame they don't care and it also decreased the uh like barriers that people put on themselves when they're having conversations you don't have any distractions so to speak you're bare and you're essentially exposed so there's literally nothing to hide and it makes for whatever reason makes their environment more comfortable to be themselves which is an interesting psychological aspect around nudist beaches, nudist colonies, nudist resorts, things like that. But I do know that there's a resort in Jamaica called Hedonism and they have a similar setup where there's one side that is like the nude side. So ain't no clothes anywhere except the people that work on this resort. But if you're on this side, everybody naked, everybody naked. And then there's a prude side where it's clothing optional. You can be naked if you want to, you can have clothing if you want to, what have you. But if you're on the nude side, your ass better be shown. Like you can't have no clothes on whatsoever. I only know all of this. No, I haven't gone. I kind of do want to. But I remember hearing this entire breakdown from another podcast that I listened to where the hosts went. They got invited to go check out this resort because they are a sex positive podcast. And they kind of recounted their experience while they were there. And so that's when they were saying that there's two different sides and stuff like that. But they said the same thing. Like, And those people are, are a bit younger, 30, 40-ish, somewhere in there. But you still have those people that are older that are, again, comfortable with themselves, their lives, their bodies. But it did kind of they spoke to the same thing about there being no boundaries, being no judgments and just being more carefree and more accepting of themselves and other people and after like a day it wasn't even a thing that people were nude or naked like you didn't even notice anymore and I thought that, that was
0: interesting about
1: it. Also they have very wild vacation sex stories so you can kind of expect that when
0: everybody got their bits and pieces out. That's interesting. I think that would be interesting just to go in Jamaica and to actually experience it and my initial thought is like what would you pack like do you pack anything if you're going to be on a nudist beach besides your travel clothes like what does that look like
1: I was gonna say you do have to wear clothes to the airport
0: You got to pack some
1: sort of uh, clothing and stuff. And I think you have to be closed for like dinner or to be in the restaurants. But like the beachside bars and restaurants, like those old cafes, you can be, you know, a little nakey nakey if you go in there. I, again, I haven't been, but I could imagine that if you go sit down at the steakhouse, you got to like wear something. A bathing suit?
2: Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to tell you what you pack. You pack you some sheer or some mesh cover up because technically you're naked. And also you pack you some wet wipes because if all y'all naked and everything else, all the juices and everything, I'm not sitting in nobody's pub. So you need to pack you some paper towels and some wet wipe, disinfectant, discharge everywhere. (laughs) But also that's why you have your cover up. So it's some protection and barrier, you know, some cloth, if you will, against your bits from other people's puddles. Oh, not other
1: people's puddles. Okay. I'm a visual person and that just, that took me to another level. I will say, I feel like there will be a lot less sand in your clothing and your suitcase and stuff if you don't have many clothes, aside from like your bathing suit. And even that's like optional. So that would be nice to know because getting sand out of your clothes after some sort of beach vacation is really the devil's work.
2: Less sand, since we family here. sissies. We went to the beach the other time when we went to another country here. I got sand all in crevices and folds, and that was my very first experience. I mean, I was full bathing suit and everything but like that shower, seeing the same come out, I'm like, oh, what? how'd it get in the. I was flabbergasted. I was like, oh no. And then I was like, if I'm like this, baby boy probably got sand all everywhere and he can't even tell it, Lord. So I was like examining baby part. Like I can't have my son like this. Oh, baby. that is hilarious. And yeah, that's the
0: beauty or the con of going to a beach, right? Depending on the beach and the sand and the wind and what you're doing and are you sitting and all of those things that we need to think about too. So when y'all are traveling and it doesn't have to be like a nudist resort or anything, just in general. Is there stuff that y'all pack? Like, do y'all pack handcuffs? Do y'all pack y'all toys for preparation for travel sex? Or you, like, go with the flow and if it happens, it happens. And we, you know, like Sunny D said earlier, we move furniture around to, like, look at yourself
2: or whatever you're doing. I think duration. It depends on the duration of the trip. Like, moving from stateside to where I currently am. Oh, yeah, I had the top three faves in the suitcase because that was, like, a month-long trip travel situation and I don't like to leave my pleasure up in the air. I I need some go-to favorites because sometimes you just need to get one out. It's good for your mental health and everything else. So, you know, digital stimulation ain't knocking it, but sometimes you need a little battery operated power. Now on a planned vacation, I typically don't bring anything, but once again, it's been a while since I did a couple, just a couple vacation And not a triad vacation. So who knows? Maybe I'll pack some things and some things. I've done both.
1: Like we, Honey and I went on, it wasn't even a vacation. We went to go pick up a vehicle in another state. And so we were supposed to fly there that one way, pick it up and then drive it back like the next day. So it was only supposed to be like a turnaround situation. But when we went to go get said vehicle, there were some issues that still needed to be fixed. So we ended up having to stay like a day or so extra for them to figure that out. Well, a day or so turned into nine days. So we were stuck in the state (laughs) that we hadn't been to with not enough clothes because again, we didn't pack for a vacation, but it kind of turned into one. So I mean we kind of made we we made it do what it do. We've like rented a car, we went to go do some things, but we were like in this hotel room in a city that not even a major city was some random off city somewhere. And so we had to just make it do what it do. So yeah, we've like we've made like a for it, because we needed a little extra leverage for certain situations and positions and stuff, and we just had the best time. Cut to a couple of weeks ago, we went to Vegas, and I packed like the lacy lingerie and his favorite colors, and we I had like the whole thing. Didn't use not one of them. We had our sex, and we did all the fun stuff, but we didn't need necessarily need all of that. And that's a planned trip. That was a planned trip. So I guess it kind of depends on like what we were doing, and even if I pack all all the things with the intention of using it. Let's be real. A lot of that stuff they don't even care about.
2: And a lot of it doesn't even matter. I will say this, that toy companies need to manufacture some travel cleaning wipes for your toys because too many times, yeah, they have the spray, but I've never seen like little like toy toil- towelette wipes for your toys. I feel like that's something that people should make. But yeah, these creators, they need to get on it because you need to clean your stuff, even when you travel. That's a good point because I do have like the toy spray, but it's in a like a
1: big like full size bottle. And like for example, on this last trip, we just took carry on, so we didn't have any checked luggage. You can't have anything more than three ounces, so it wasn't like I could like take that in it. And I do not want to put it in a smaller bottle because that's just too much. Y'all definitely need to have some cleaning wipes or travel size bottles of cleaning solution or something. That's a very good idea. So I have a question for you guys. I know that you guys have had some travel experience, be it a lot, be it a little, but have you ever seen upside down? pineapples on doors or anything like that like have you seen that image do you know what that means no oh
2: no, that ain't been in the travel key of places i frequented
1: okay so i believe this is mainly like a cruise thing but i have also have heard and seen it at like resorts and stuff like that so for those of you that travel if you happen to see like a room door that has an upside down pineapple usually people decorate their doors on the cruise ships for their family and they're having like a girls trip or whatever like they're all magnetic you can just put magnetic decorations on your doors it's a normal thing it's fine however if you see a pineapple that's upside down that indicates that the people in that room are swingers and so that's the secret code to other swingy couples or swingy travelers that can down with the get down on the vacation so that's how they communicate let people know what the deal is sometimes it's even as simple as like a pineapple necklace like a like a pendant or having a pineapple like bag or on your clothing or something like that which is tricky because pineapples are tropical and some people have like tropical clothing or something like that that have pineapples on them. But it's specifically the pineapples that are upside down. That's the clue.
0: That's interesting of like understanding just those small little details of like a light that if you're not in, you would just be like, oh, why does she have a pineapple upside down? But it's a symbol or a, like a ding, ding, ding. Like, yo, we get down too. You get down too. Meet me in my room. You know, there's a meeting in their bedroom. Mm and they saying don't be late eight 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that song. That was my jam in what? The eighth grade. <laughs> Whenever that came out, we were so young. Oh, I love that song. But yeah, it's it's really interesting. If you guys are on like social media, specifically on Facebook, they have like travel groups or whatever. And these are conversations that they have because people are like, I keep seeing these pineapples and I have no idea what they mean. and Everybody in the comment is like, he hee, hee, he, hee, hee, because they know what it means, but the new people don't. It's really funny to read and
2: watch. So i just saw hubby some flip-flop. They have pineapples on it. I now need to look at the orientation of them pineapples because... Yeah, I, I, I never knew. Like, pineapples are so innocuous. Like, when you travel, you think of vacation, you think of pineapples. Now I got to make sure that pineapple ain't upside down. And then, if it is upside down, is the upside down in your orientation, my orientation? Like, how are we doing? Does it need to be upside down to the viewer or the upside down to wherever Now I got questions.
1: See, and I think that's the point of that particular symbol is because it blends in and it's not as obvious, but it's like if you you know how to read it and you know what you're looking for then you know what it is so that's interesting so for those of you that travel if y'all see upside down pineapples now you know
0: well this has been very interesting of learning about pineapples <laughs> and what that really means so uh thank you and if somebody if y'all are on a cruise and somebody put it on y'all door y'all better uh, if you're not swingers remove it real quick real quick so ladies what has been the best place you traveled nay this may be pr- be um, prior to little one but you never know that you had the best Best travel sex. I'll have to say
1: it was our random extended trip when we went to go pick up this vehicle because none of it was planned. All of it was spontaneous. It was literally day by day by day. We really didn't know how long we were going to be there and we just made it what it was. And because there were no expectations and there were no plans, I think that allowed us to be a bit more creative and more accepting of that opportunity to make it what it is we're here. We're stuck in this uh, hotel, in this place. What do we do? Let's build a bed for it and do whatever it is that we want to do because we don't have any plans or expectations or anything and nothing can be wrong. So
2: that was probably the best trip that we've taken. So I have two. One would probably be the Miami trip because like I said, I don't remember half of it, but I know it was a good time. Um, the second one, I would say Alex's godparents' wedding and that's because he was conceived. Nice travel. mine would have to be Hawaii
0: like just being by the ocean and things like that because as y'all may or may not know by now I love water so I think that one was the best and so listeners I hope y'all pick up some gems but also I hope 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 that y'all you know engage in some good travel sex too. enjoy it if you're a pineapple person do your pineapples if you're nudist be nude do you we don't judge so yeah and if you want to explore hey put your I don't want to call it hoish but be um sexually liberated as we said in a uh, previous episode go ahead and be sexually liberated because technically your pleasure matters and that's your birthright so with that um we want to say thank you but also understand that having pleasure is like the best thing you can have of like self-worth and your self-belief and your self-love traveling expands all of that and so with that a word from our sponsor
3: hey beautifuls this message is brought to you by the grass is greener on the other side where we help women who have anger sadness and shame from being cheated on, learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence, restore their peace, and attract the life of their dreams. We can be found on IG at Brianna underscore Latrice. That's spelled B-R-I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free, 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. If you're interested in joining my new course, Rejection is Redirection, Using Your Past as a Reference, Not a Residence, you can email me at affairrecoverycoach at gmail.com or you can shoot me a DM at brianna underscore Latrice. See you on the call.
0: And so with that, we'll move into our segment of Moments of Melanation. Moments
2: of Melanation.
0: Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. So today's moment of Melanation is, so this lady is so amazing. I actually heard her brand on a podcast I used to listen to and never understood it until I saw her actual post on Instagram. And so her name is Kay Jones. She is the owner of the company called She Orgasms. And get this, not only is she a black and woman owned company, y'all, she just reached over 1 million in sales by helping women do what? Reach your orgasm, get that orgasm. So through her experience and she stories within friendships she knew something had to be done about the orgasm gap within relationships specifically men and women obviously and women are not she said that women are not tapping into the fullness of their pleasure and she figured out a way to bring harmony through her supplements her blog posts, quizzes and journals to a company has helped nearly 400,000 women enhance their sexual experience i am here for all of this ladies especially because i do feel like in our community specifically black female's but also just being women in general, no matter what color you are. We are not taught that orgasms, we're supposed to orgasm too. It's kind of like that mindset of like, once the guy get his, everybody's happy. And so this is something that we have to be mindful of. Your vagina can be an ocean, but if your lifestyle is stressed and, cons- uh, and consists of junk food, it will impact the level of that ocean tide. I'm just saying.
2: I am cracking up just reading a short testimonial. She said, I sat him down and began giving him the most connected and fired hit I've ever given. I, I, I know the feelings, This You're like we
0: connect and we don't even know each other but we connect. So yeah, but it's also just that pleasure of, I think that's a whole entire thing that sometimes people miss is like sometimes people ha- can get pleasure by pleasuring others.
2: Does that make sense? Absolutely. Listen, say it for the men in the back. Like if you want to get a really good sexual experience you have to make sure that your partner is at their sexual peak. Like we are not my microwaves. A woman is an oven. Workplace should be a 24-hour situation. Like, what did Shemire the the sexologist say? If it sounds like you are church clapping, you are doing it wrong. Like, no. Let us help you. You want somebody to squirt? You want somebody to splash waterfalls? Then you got to do what it takes to get us revved up and lubed up. It is what it is. I mean, these
1: are all facts. You have to preheat the oven. You can't just stick the turkey in there and expect it to be done. It doesn't work that way. That's not how we cook. Okay. Get it together. Take some lessons. Do what you got to do. I love what she is doing because it's so important for women in general, but especially black women who have kind of grown up with this idea that sex is shameful and that you fast if you want to enjoy it or if you realize that that's something that you enjoy. And a lot of women go through their lives not having the opportunities or not knowing that they have the right and the privilege to take the opportunity to really experience like increased pleasure. And for her to to create this platform and to be a voice for so many women that feel like they don't have one. I think that it's absolutely incredible to be able to help as many people as possible feel connected with themselves so that they understand who they are and what they want and what they deserve. And then they can find someone and share that with. And then it magnifies to be a thousand times better. I think this is absolutely incredible.
0: I agree on so many levels. You touched on something, Sunny D, uh deserve. Because like you said, we walk through a world where we always question, and I'm going to say specifically Black women, we question a lot of like, ooh, do I deserve this or am I worthy of this? And sis, yes, you are worthy of an amazing orgasm, which we learned in a previous episode of like, you can have a back orgasm. Like you are worthy of to experience every single type of orgasm there is. You are worthy of all that. This is your birthright. Your birthright is to feel pleasure. Your birthright is to feel happy. Your birthright is to, if you can, squirt. I don't know if everybody can squirt, but hey, (laughs) there you go. But your vagina can literally be an ocean. It's not like, oh, I'm dry. No, it just may be that person's not doing what they need to do to turn you up. Maybe they didn't preheat the oven and they just decided to put the cake in the oven and the oven ain't ready yet. So it is your birthright. And I just hope y'all everyone understand that no matter how old you are, it is your birthright. Consent obviously, but it is your birthright to orgasm and have it all.
2: you also might not be you know releasing the waterfall if it's your diet like are you dehydrated are you have you been feasting on nothing but mcdonald's because diet does play you know a part in what your body does if you're not putting good stuff in your body good stuff can't come out but on she orgasms instagram i saw this post and it made me laugh it has like the little button press buttons and it says a healthy loving relationship over one button and then over the other one it says nasty disrespectful sex and the person was pushing both up i like that a lot i do too the
0: way you described it my whole entire because like i know sunny d and i said er- well sunny d said early and i am agree with her it's like i'm such visual and why did my hands both go like how do i do them both at the same time because <laughs> sometimes and i think this is like a conversation <laughs> that we really should talk about later of like sometimes it's not the like oh the in love type of sex and i think we talked about this on our previous episode if it's the difference between sex fucking and love right so like sometimes you just really need that as you said that dirty disrespectful type of sex respectfully and consensual like uh, let's let's make sure we keep those words in
2: (laughs) so yeah i mean it's just another aspect of the role play scenario like you can still honor me as your woman you can still honor me as a queen but you can also mama turn your ears you can also ejaculate on somebody's face like those two do not have to be mutually exclusive what is it a hole in the sheet and a
0: lady in the streets. A freak in the sheets and a lady in the streets. No? Am I saying it wrong? It don't sound
2: right. A lady no, in the streets. actually that's
0: right. Yeah, a
2: lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. It is right, but it don't sound right coming from you. Why? <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> Something about that cadence was off. Because <laughs> I wasn't confident in what I did. I'm like, I don't that's a- know the right
1: one i think it was the cadence so like the flow wasn't the same but yeah so i was going to say the same thing as nay those things definitely are not mutually ex- exclusive and i find it really interesting if you can picture being able to be in that like loving consensual relationship that supportive relationship and then knowing you and loving you enough to bring you the type of pleasure that dirty disrespectful sex can bring you and knowing how to do that because they know you and they know your pressure points and they know the things that you like and they're very in tune with who you are because of that love and that respect that you guys have built in that relationship so flipping it to the dirty side really ain't that difficult
2: look at you done turn something smutty into something wholesome it's funny because I'm like do we have to use the word
0: disrespectful could we just take that out yeah we could but I feel like paints a particular picture
1: in, in, like, in like the intensity of it even though it's not really disrespectful but I, you just you said it earlier disrespectful dirty sex respectfully I think that works
0: cool we can say kinky yeah dirty kinky sex okay yeah okay with that thank y'all for um <laughs> this conversation we are going to move to our affirmation of this episode and our affirmation is I am grateful for the opportunity to explore this world create new experiences learn from it understand all it has to teach me and create remarkable memories so y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode. We appreciate every single one of y'all for rocking with us this long. We are excited and grateful for each and every listener. And with that, we just want to say thank you again. Follow us, follow us, follow us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and check out the blog at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Again, you can check out the blog and the new latest episode at whereismyblueprintpod.com. And with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out.